are tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, Constantine fans. <laughs> Welcome to the Constantine After Buzz After Show. I'm your host, E.L. Teagle. We are talking about Constantine episode, Blessed Are the Damned. <laughs> I don't know why I need to cackle. I got Tari Miller. <laughs> yeah, Isaac Johnson. Hi, I'm not going to cackle. What cackle? Ah, come on. Cackle. Oh. <laughs> on behalf of Isaac. 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 Isaacberg. Yeah. Me and Isaacberg. Thank you. Welcome, guys. Yeah, uh, we are talking back. about... Yeah, welcome back. Yeah. Okay, let's we talk about you. Blessed. Blessed are the damned. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like it's necessary. <laughs> totally. Stephen Lemieux uh, in the booth, everybody. Topper. I mean, we did have some, some dark, evil hell action going on, so they yeah. cackle in hell, right? Yeah, I don't mind. I, <laughs> I like that Isaac was like, yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> what do you want to tell us, Isaac? What do I want to tell you about what? About what you know. Anyway, let's it's like move on. It's on page four of the Satanic Bible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about um, our preacher friend, Zachary. That's that's who this episode is mostly about. Yes. Um, who, at the beginning, we meet him, and he's creepy, right? A bit. I mean, he... <laughs> He just seemed really strung out, I think. Uh, strung out like exhausted or strung out like on... Not like on drugs or oh, anything. Okay. Just like, like exhausted. And you mm-hmm. could tell because, I mean, his, you you find out that his dad is dead and he's had to take over the, mm-hmm. the, the church and stuff. So he's struggling to figure out his own way. Yeah. So that's a thing. And, I mean, you find out also why he seems exhausted later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's tough to maintain a, a small flock, I guess. It's challenging. Um, do, you, I, do you have experience with this? No, I don't know. It just seems like it's probably pretty tough. Like, if right. the numbers are down, you know, probably pretty bummed out. I, didn't, <laughs> I don't know that I thought he was, like, creepy, per se. I mean, they kind of chose an actor who, you know, maybe looked a little creepy, I guess. But, like, I think kind of what he said, like, he was kind of strung out. And in, in the end, it, it sort of seemed like he was, like, they could have played him as, like, a really evil sort of guy. And, mm-hmm. But, like, genuinely, I think he thought he was doing something good. And he didn't want to give that up, and it like maybe sort of encouraged his faith in some way. But then when he figures out that it, you know, it wasn't good, and it didn't come from a good source, he, it seemed like he he felt like repentant or something like that. I don't know why the whole episode I felt like he had some underlying, um, you know, malicious like, intent. Yeah, like he was. I, I thought so too, because even like when like Constantine like confronts him at his house. Mm-hmm. He just tells him to leave. Yeah. Like, typically, like, in, like, like a bad TV show or something, like, he would have, like, tried to kill him. Right. Or tried to trap him in his house or something like that, and they didn't do that. I thought that was pretty pretty smart for them to not go that direction. Yeah. Right. I mean, and because he's a super firm believer. Yeah. I mean, and that could... I mean, we could get into a uh, discussion about how, like, blind faith or, like, 
too strong of a faith could make you seem like you would yeah. be outside the norm or like make you seem like you're capable of harm mm-hmm. because yeah. if you're following this to the letter to the T then there's no saying what you will and won't do uh, to uphold your faith yeah interesting yeah or like how bad you want it that you'll sort of like make up something which he's not making up anything I mean he genuinely has yeah. power or something like that but I thought too mm-hmm. like they could have really just focused on like making it about like religious fanatics and kind of going that route with it but it was more like seemed like more in some ways it was like an episode about like some aspect of faith even for like Manny which we'll get into later but. yeah well let's talk a little bit real quick about the preacher and, mm-hmm. and his whole storyline yeah um, we have this preacher who's taking over his, his father's flock and uh, he has to he gets bitten by the snake he dies essentially yeah, yeah. No, he does um, die. he dies and he believes that he is on his way to heaven and he believes that he took a feather from an angel is brought back to life and now with this feather has healing powers. Right, well, which I was kind of confused on like when he got the feather because mm-hmm. he tells that story later on that um like he like he thought it was a deer so like apparently there's some scene like where he hits Oh no. no. That's no. different. Or no. No, he okay. in the past uh, ran over what he thought was a deer. Okay. Yeah. But it was not. Because he was drinking and driving one yeah. night. Oh, okay, so that's like a separate story. Because yeah. I was like, yeah. I, I was a little confused like to see, like, okay, like, well, he gets bit by the snake, which seems like a bad idea to handle right. snakes. I mean, I don't know. Well, so then... His daddy did it that way. He's yeah. going to do it that way. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like a thing that... Well, so what happened was, uh, we later find out that yeah. that preacher, whose name is Zachary. Yes. Yeah. But, he established that. Yeah. Did we not say it yet? Yeah, you said it like three times. Have I? Yeah. Sorry. This, this <laughs> What's episode. What's name again? Zachary. <laughs> oh, okay. The, my issue is this episode specifically, we did not get. Yeah, there were some names we found out later. Zachary, on. Yeah. we didn't find out his name. I mean, they may have thrown it out real quick in the beginning when he and his mm-hmm. sister are talking. His sister uh, named, or I wrote it down somewhere, Tara. Mm-hmm. And then Nate, who we all referred to as Leg Guy. Yeah. For most of the episode. <laughs> Um, so Zachary, uh, right. in but the past, on, but so like you see him die, yeah. and then you just see that feather in his hand, right. sort of all of a sudden. And I but, was like, my thought was, where did he get that feather from? Yeah. So before <laughs> that, long time before, he accidentally ran someone over. He thought it was he decided yeah, yeah. to tell himself it was a deer, mm-hmm. and that's when Constantine realizes that as Zachary's dying, it wasn't an angel at the gates of heaven; it was an angel at the gates of hell yeah, yeah. Well, gates, he, he, really. said totally. he said Windows. he died with a, like a mortal sin on his right so he was going or whatever yeah but yeah so that happened a long time ago yeah, yeah. so then when he, he and died, he just still had it because i guess he hadn't i don't know like asked for forgiveness or something well, well mortal yeah. sin means you're gonna go to hell yeah right? i mean and he okay. st- it still weighed on him like he in that conversation with his sister uh about their dad she was saying that even before her dad had died mm-hmm. uh Zachary started acting really weird, like he was holding on to a burden uh, that he oh, wouldn't okay. share with her. Yeah. And so later you find out that the burden that he was been holding uh, has been that he Something thought he did that he killed someone while drinking and driving. Right. And so he's like basically been holding on to it. Like he yeah. didn't confess it somehow or yeah. something. Okay. I mean, because I think that he hadn't forgiven himself, so he couldn't okay. ask, like he couldn't ask for forgiveness. Because one, he had—I don't think he had confirmation that it was a person, mm-hmm. and so. Right. Uh, but he believed it to be, and mm-hmm. so he was still really down on. Okay, himself. yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched. I was like late when I watched the episode. Yeah. 
That's so, cool. That's why we're here, man. Yeah, thank you. That's why we're Got breaking it down for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> the after show. <laughs> um, so... What was that? That was me breaking it down. Sorry. Um, <laughs> also, this is me breaking it down. Is that what that is? Yep. Okay. For everyone on iTunes, I'm dancing. Uh, I would call it movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also. Um, so Consider it broken down. Yeah. Um, Constantine f- realizes the preacher has this feather. Yeah. We'll get to how we got to Kentucky and whatnots, but um, he has to find the angel, so he asks Manny for help. Manny, you know, the helpful guy that he is, because that's what he's known for. Totally. Showing up and helping. Um, assists a little, letting us know, um, you know, how we can find the fallen angel um, who is injured. We then find out this amazing thing about angels, that they take physical form on our plane when they're injured. I know that sounds like it's not a good thing, but that's so cool. Right. I mean, it's Awesome, but like Constantine points it out that it's such a terrible flaw mm-hmm. in their design. One feather can essentially ground them and kill them. Yeah. Why? Why not? Such a cool concept. But like, all right, taking from movies like Dogma mm-hmm. and other Angel, like even Dominion, like in order to like become corporeal, they had to like completely cut off their wings. Mm-hmm. But this one, it's like you pluck one feather and. Keeping in mind how often birds lose their feather, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what is why? I'm gonna say an angel's wings don't shed the wings. Yeah, they're birds not like do. birds. <laughs> I think they they have the feathers they have. They're supernatural beings. Yes, yeah. I don't think they have like a shedding issue. Right. Also, they wear clothes. Sorry. Well, anyway. I don't think probably they, through network TV. Yeah, they <laughs> I think they don't have to wear clothes. Okay. Uh, I think that is, that is a, that. yeah, that's a choice they make for us. Yeah. Um, you know, because they all probably look like the Metatron. Right. So anyway, <laughs> sorry. Dogma. All these are dogma references. Yeah, I love dogma. That's a great movie. Um, anyway, so we meet Imogen, mm-hmm. who is this angel who is injured. Um, and Constantine puts her up in a barn and protects her <laughs> because he must go and get the feather. And the feather protects itself, really. Mm-hmm. Well, it protects itself against like uh, like dark forces or evil or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. So Zed has to um, get baptized to get it. <laughs> Did she have to get baptized, or was she? That was just like the ruse to get close enough to the guy. I feel like it was both. Yeah, it was both. Okay. Because I, I also was wondering that why she could touch it and Constantine couldn't, but she grabbed it right after she was, or as she was being baptized. Yeah. Right. And, like, Constantine has a lot of different dark forces. He's like got he, some baggage. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, supposedly he's, like, sort of, like, damned. Yes. You yeah. know? Um, in the comics, like, he's damned and there's, like, no chance for him to get his right. soul back or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in this, like, they're sort of hinting at possibly he can redeem himself. I don't know if right. they've hinted. I mean, I, I know that they've hinted, but I think they've hinted in a way to, like, be like, this is a hint, but it's probably not true. You know, just to mess with him. Well, I mean, but I think Manny at one point said that he is damned, destined to go to hell. Right. But he's like, maybe there's a chance. Right, yeah. right, that's what I'm saying. You uh, do enough good stuff. They're today. like, maybe there's a chance, but there isn't. No. Yeah. I well, feel like Manny would pull that crap. Well, yeah. I mean, because <laughs> you find out how com- compartmentalized any everything is, mm-hmm. so having this one angel vouch for you seems like it won't do any bit of good. Also, I think Manny likes to... I mean, we see in this episode specifically, I think he really likes to 
Um, he makes up his own rules, kind of. He's like, this rule is worth following and this one isn't. We see that when Imogen, we discover, is not who she said she was. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. she attacks Zed and then Manny can't, you know, Constantine can't do anything. Manny, he's like, Manny, how? Well, like, supposedly, like, they're not, like, allowed to interfere. Yeah. Or something like that. And then, like, I mean, I guess that makes Manny not, like, just, like, a complete, like, he, like he's maliciously, like, not helping. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not supposed to. Right. But in my mind, especially because of the way that he ends up resolving this problem, where he takes Zed's place and yeah. then rips out Imogen's heart. Yeah. Um, that, to me, says that Manny's picking and choosing what rules he follows. But he said that he could, uh, he was going to face consequences for it. Which I'm wondering if he's going to become a fallen because the way that Imogen became a fallen is she killed something. So, like, mm. for him to do the same thing. Right, but right before, you know, like, right before he figures out, like, you know, because after they're having that, like, nice conversation about, like, what's pain like? And, like, mm-hmm. you know, you see that, like, Manny's curious about that because he's genuinely interested in people. He's just yeah. apparently, like, sarcastic to Constantine for whatever reason, even though he's, like, interested in their yeah. experience. But she says, um, you know, she starts saying, like, well, they have it so much better than us and we could be better than them and that kind of thing. And he starts kind of agreeing with her, but then, like, he starts saying, like, you shouldn't talk like that. Yeah. And I think the issue of them falling is is more on, like, basically sort of questioning, like, God or something like that. And saying that they know better than him because, like, he put it this way mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Well, let's talk so about this conversation just, that yeah. they had. Yeah. Um, Manny is watching over Imogen in this barn. And he asks her what pain feels like, what it feels yeah. like to feel the sun. Um, which are all, I think, like, reasonable questions. Yeah. Um, and then Imogen starts to talk about, you know, notice how they they do whatever suits them. They do what's best for them. Mm-hmm. And Manny kind of agrees. And then I think he starts to realize that she isn't, you know, maybe an angel from above. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we find out that she's actually, um, she's not just a fallen angel, but she's an angel who is stuck, who was stuck in hell. And that's how she gave her feather to Zachary so that she could come here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that she could come to our plane and take over. Sure. Which is an interesting concept. And I wonder if she may have been part of this darkness that is rising. Right. Yeah. Well, I have a theory about mm-hmm. it, which I'll go into in predictions. Oh. Um, yes, I have such a theory. Yeah. Um, stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> but I thought this was a really interesting conversation in and of mm-hmm. itself, just because they, as angels, are responsible for... It's like if you were put in charge of millions and millions of children, and like they never grow up, they always are committing the same mistakes, and like you can't really teach them anything, and you're not allowed to help them in any way. You just have to watch them essentially self-destruct. So then why would you bother being in charge of them? Because you have to be. That's that's like their job is to watch over us, the children, and they can't help us and they can't uh they can't stop doing it. But like they're forced to watch us destroy the world that they covet so much. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so it's a it's a bad rap. I mean that's how you get to situations like Dogma. I guess so. Yes. <laughs> This is like the, the biggest daycare ever, by the way. Yeah. Like a million children. Yeah. Um, well, Seven we million to be children, exact. Yes, yes, we are those children. Seven million. I know, I got it. Um, <laughs> Just to make sure you understand. Yeah. Humans are the children. Uh, okay, yes. thank you. Um, 
Well, I think that, like, I mean, obviously, like, like the point of jealousy is that there's, like, free will for people and that, um, which, man, this feels like a real, like, religious debate here today, but, I mean, yeah. you know, we're dealing with this I stuff. Mean, yeah. On the show, but, like, about angels. Yeah, no, it's cool, but, like, angels. you know, but it does seem like at some level they get, like, a choice, you know, but, like, they basically have to defy, because even, like, to, to borrow from, like, dogma, again, mm-hmm. it's, like, that, like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why, but, uh, like, when like Matt Damon's character Sock and Ben Affleck which I can't remember their names and Loki and something uh, I can't remember their names Bartleby and Loki. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 Bartleby yeah. and Loki like when Affleck starts going off about like how much better they have yeah. it and all this stuff that's what causes him to like sort of revolt and he's like you sound like Satan or something like yeah. that so yeah. it's like I think that's more the issue of like falling rather than like killing a person or something mm-hmm. which I mean I guess killing a person is probably not good for an angel right, right. unless and, they're told to I, guess. I mean they're not killing people they're killing each other yeah but I imagine it, it sucks, though, because it's like, all right, so I get to experience this paradise, right, mm-hmm. uh, which is heaven and is supposed to be this giant paradise. Mm-hmm. But I don't have any free will to do anything that I want to do inside of it. And then if I do anything to go against that, I'm thrown into this pit of fire. So yeah. it seems unfair for them. So, like, yeah. I think that, I mean, and so I feel like in that context, you you kind of relate to Imogen as a whole, because you're like, yeah, I get it. Interesting. Well, this episode, I, I want to say, I think the, the the preacher and the healing and, and the fact that then the people who were healed become ghouls. Yes. You know, yeah. an interesting story, but not as interesting as everything else in this episode. Right, yeah. There was so much more to this episode that was so much more interesting, I mm-hmm. think, personally, than the actual, like, here is the plot, and here's what they have to do. Right. Well, I think it's because, like, that's the mythology that they're establishing, whereas everything else was just kind of like the monster of the week stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about um, Zed and her love of angels. Um, because when she found out Manny was there... She got so excited. <laughs> um, and she was very excited to see Imogen, but not able to see Manny. Um, Manny appears sometimes not as other people, right? Yeah. We've seen him appear yeah. to Constantine mm-hmm. as Manny, but not as Manny as someone. Right. Well, we, I mean, we have seen him, like, like in the pilot, like he's talking to the guy on the... I don't know, like a toll booth or something, right? So he's yeah. been people, but, yeah. but he's hasn't he also been not? Yeah, people? yeah, he yeah. Is, he is, he's been both. Uh, so why did he need to be Zed the first time when Constantine is like Manny? That was so fun. Yeah, all you had to do was ask, say please. Yeah, um, I think that he just chose to at that moment. Like mm-hmm. I feel like whenever it's like a whenever. The time freezes, that's when he is um, himself, and when it's still real time, he will take over a body. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Um, I mean, I could be wrong, let me know in the comments, but like, (laughs) I feel like that is the correlation, where if he's letting things play out, then he takes over a body, but if he is kind of stepping in for a moment, then he will kind of freeze everything around him and be like, I am here as me. But he has also frozen time in a body. Well, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look to see that. But he freezes right. time uh, when he's the tollbooth guy, 
the first time mm. that he freezes time. Then I'm wrong. Yeah. And I'm dumb. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, but I let's not be down on ourselves. I tried. I yeah. did try. I appreciate you trying. I was buying it. <laughs> um, it's definitely buying it. I, um, I guess this is sort of going back, but like, yeah. Why doesn't Manny know that Imogen's fallen? Like, shouldn't he like recognize her from like no. working together? So he or said he said that they compartmentalize things, and that okay. I'm going to assume because I'm going to bring in other shows and other mythology. But yeah. on Dominion, for example, we yeah. hear about all the different classifications of angels, and there are you know the higher ups, the archangels, yeah, well, the whatever. Yeah. And so I think that because there are so many angels, yeah. Okay. Um, and you know, Manny's job, it seems, as an angel, is to come bother Constantine. And Imogen may be an angel who works in a different department. Yeah, let's say. Sure. So she's an HR. Yeah. yeah exactly. Manny is development. Annoying. Well, he um, does. It, like, it's funny because he does like say to Constantine at one point like something about watching over him. So it's mm-hmm. like maybe he's there and he's like having fun with doing that and like sort of yeah. giving him little hints and like, well, you might want to go this way. Yeah, even though he can't directly interfere, but right. like he is there to actually watch he's over there to him. Guide, yeah. yeah, as he says, um, and he's and he mentions that he has other people he has to help. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 that's true. But I would I would actually theorize that it's more of a. So we've seen what happens when two angels get together. They talk about you know what it's like to be an angel versus humans. Yeah. So I would imagine that like compartmentalizing them helps not breed this. Uh, the word I'm looking for is uh, unrest. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't breed unrest if they're all working right. individually. Yeah, they would never be able to sit and be like, wouldn't it be nice if we had free will? Yeah. yeah, And friends. And and lead to <laughs> some sort of revolt. Right. Um, I think that's a really interesting uh, idea. Mm-hmm. Let's um, take oh, a moment. Oh, oh sorry. I was no. going to say, on Zed, like, I do enjoy that she, um, like, you just said she's, like, excited about Manny. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, where is he? And she goes all yeah. looking around for him. It's like, you can't see him. Like, but, like, I like that her character um, still has some level of, like, optimism. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Constantine is completely, like, just cynical about it all. Like, he sees yeah. angels and all these things. And, like, doesn't she ask him, like, well, if you see all this stuff, then, like, why are you so cynical? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a really interesting mm-hmm. uh, conversation about faith and about where she yeah. stands on faith and how Constantine, who literally deals with angels yeah like he knows it's real but and is still i don't want to say atheist because he believes yeah but like he doesn't uh he's not a religious person no yeah Yeah. and he is very cynical like he knows the existence of it because of like manny and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but he's just kind of like it's just an annoyance to him yeah right i would equate it to like hollywood culture where like everyone who isn't a part of it is like enamored by the idea and like what happens in Hollywood and in movies and right. all that stuff. Whereas like if you're part of the industry, it's like okay, yeah, I've met celebrities, yeah, I've, like I've talked to people. Everyone is still human. Like mm-hmm. there's its good sides and its bad sides. Right. And so you can choose how you feel about it. But like overall, y- being a part of it make gives you a completely different perspective on it. Can we talk about how you just related religion to Hollywood and the industry? Yeah, that's great. Well, there is a guy in Hollywood <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. That is amazing. I'm hoping he's looking this way sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I want to take a moment before we go on because we still have so much more to talk. About about um, so many more concepts, so many more oh, exciting discussions. Yeah, and take a moment episode. to thank you guys. Thank you for listening and streaming and downloading and watching and all that good stuff. Um, 
as you may or may not know, we are clearly Constantine fans. Also, we seem to be fans of other amazing things, such as Dogma and Dominion and Legion and, and uh, all sorts of amazing angel-y goodness. <laughs> and Doctor Who. And Doctor Who, that's true. We are yeah. huge Whovians. Um, so thank you for joining us. We ask of you one very simple, easy, easy thing. Go on to iTunes where you can download our podcast. That's right. You can subscribe and download and listen to us every week. And also leave a rating and a review. That's all we want. If you like us, give us five stars. If you don't like us, we will accept four stars. We'd rather you liked us, but whatevs. That's fine. Four stars for not liking us. And a comment. Let us know what we're doing well, what we could be doing better. And we will give you a shout out right here, right now. Right now. For leaving comments. Take it away. Uh, this one is on iTunes from Reflex123. Don't know what that means. Um, he says, constantly good. <laughs> nice. Come on. Clever. Come on. <laughs> nice. Nice. I love a pun. Yeah. Uh, I'm a comics fan, but never got into Hellblazer Constantine, so I appreciate that the hosts have varying levels of knowledge on books and bring it to the table. Uh, the conversations about the character offer often image, or sorry, mirror my own feelings. Mm. He'd also love if we had Zed on the show. <laughs> we would too. Yeah, and he wants to see that uh, Matt Ryan in lingerie because he would look, look good in anything. Yeah. which we, he's a good looking fellow. We did give that uh, that challenge a yeah. hundred. Originally, you said fifteen, and now you bumped it to hundred. Yes. <laughs> yep. That's quite a jump. It has because I could not remember the original number. Yeah. Um, so a hundred uh, comments, not just ratings, comments. Yeah, and I'm still I'm working on it. Even if we don't get there, I'm gonna work on it. Yeah, a hundred means I'll why, work even harder. Why, why, why must we hold our audience hostage? Yeah, yeah, can we just not have people on the show? Do we have to force them into some sort of agreement? No, I'm just saying if they want to <laughs> see him in lingerie. Okay, um, sorry. There's there's one more from Miss Reads a lot. Says great podcast for Constantine. I'm a little late in the game for the podcast listening, but li- but this podcast is wonderful. Great humor between the hosts. The sarcasm and quick wit is fabulous, <laughs> as is the walkthrough of each episode. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah, you. Thank you so much. And that's it? That's it. All right. Um, I want to jump into Zed this episode. Yeah, I'll bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Let's talk about Zed, um, who looked amazing all episode. She's not bad looking. Yes. Always. Um, but also, she's kind of having this... Um, this you know, faith issue. Yeah. And uh, she's trying to figure out how she feels. And she talks to the to preacher and she also talks to Constantine and she also then realizes there are angels in her presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's such an interesting uh, dynamic to put Zed, who is discovering her faith, mm-hmm. with Constantine, who's kind of running from it. Sure. Yeah. Um, in a way. I guess because we still kind of know so little about Zed, is mm-hmm. she like, is she like rediscovering it, perhaps? You yeah. Because we don't know enough, enough about her background yet, which I'm kind of hoping to find out. So well, we will talk about yeah. what we learn. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to say about Zed? I have a theory about her past, so I'll keep that for predictions. Too. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, lastly, before we get into the Zed Eddie situation, yeah. um, Zeddy, Zeddy, huh? oh no. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so when I want to talk about the heart, the physical heart that Manny tears out of Imogen, yeah, um, which happens to be um, concentrated evil, they say, yeah, 
and he keeps the heart, and we put in a jar at the end of the episode. I believe wholeheartedly that that episode, huh. that huh, huh. <laughs> that heart is foreshadowing uh, something because it's going to. I believe that it will be used soon hmm. as some sort of something they need. I think it's it's relevant, especially because Manny says that the barrier between hell and earth is thinner than it's ever been before. Yeah, I can see that, especially with Imogen coming up. Um, so, any thoughts on this heart? Because I, I really don't think that it was just, uh, I pulled out a heart and it's concentrated <laughs> yeah. evil and I'm going to say these words, we're never going to talk about it again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's joined the the Millhouse Wonder shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's got to be used at some point. Like, though, having an angel heart and the fact that it's still beating is kind of weird. A fallen angel heart, though. Yeah. It'd, I mean, it'd be a demon heart. Mm. Technically, she's not a demon. Yeah. She's a fallen angel. Fallen angels are demons. I are they? I, I think don't, so. I don't know. I don't that's, actually. I mean, like, I thought like like biblically, it's, that's what they are. I thought demons were more like wayward spirits. Yeah. Uh, no, biblically, like Satan, like whoever went with them, were all fallen angels. Right. Yeah, but they're fallen angels, but, but they're not demons. Okay. I think demons are different. I just found out what they called ghouls. I don't know what I thought ghouls were, but apparently, according to Constantine, ghouls are... Sp- uh, Scooby-Doo villains? Yeah. Ghouls are... Uh, what, yeah. they're, they're healed individuals <laughs> well, with the evil... Well, because they, they were he- healed with evil, and they right. become evil or something like that. Yeah. Did you guys want to explain ghouls to me? Uh, uh, I can't somewhere. explain. It's in my notes. I don't care. Yeah, I know. I thought the heart thing was cool. I thought it looked cool. Yeah. Um, I also, like, was like, okay, so Manny isn't allowed to interfere, but... He does. Well, but he does, but he does it through someone, because it's like, well, can he not necessarily affect people in his own form? He right. has to sort of, like, take over... You know, someone. New prediction? Um, not prediction. Uh, Am I stepping I, on your prediction? No, I'm. Okay. I'm re. Uh, <laughs> I'm reevaluating my previous statements. He uh, takes over someone when he has to interact with something in the real world, mm. and he uh, uses his own body when he's not doesn't have to touch anything. I see. Uh, toll guy, <laughs> bartender, Zed. Mm, nice. Ooh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, the homeless guy. Yes. Shoe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Totally, valid. totally makes sense. Um, no definition of ghouls. No, I didn't. I, my my writing's too small. Okay. So yep. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's essentially it's uh, any it's it was people who were affected by uh, like dark energy essentially. Okay. Sure. Um, because they were saying that he was using so much um, po- like so much. Uh, healing energy that the the negative had to seep through, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. why we had all the dead fish, right? And so I think that was it balancing itself out was the ghoul. Though I think Imogen also created them, right? They were supposed to get the feather for her. Yeah, yes. that's true. But Zed did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think that like as far as like Constantine keeping the heart, like mm-hmm. I, I find that he like he doesn't really care what method he uses to like get his job done, right? So he's probably like, oh. Might be useful at some point. So whether we see him use it or not, it's yeah. He's like he's fine with it. It's like uh, dark matter, good matter, right? You know, whatever. I like, just I'll think there's they. I think they them having the heart ripped out, having it in Zed's hand, him taking it and saying, 
this is concentrated evil. Yeah, you can't hold on to it for too long. Yeah, is something that they're going to. I think that is. 100% yeah, I'd like to see it introduced into yes. the storyline, into the battle when we get there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's switch gears uh, before we talk about Zeddy. Um, <laughs> before Hashtag we talk that. about that, yeah, uh, I want to very quickly remind everyone that Chaz was off making good with his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, Chaz has a daughter. He seems old enough to have a child. Yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't seem like the kind of person who, um, like, has a family. He's died twice. <laughs> but we know that he has a lost love. So there's a chance yes. that he had a, a daughter with Renee, as he's mentioned. Yeah. Um, I want his story so much. <laughs> I was imagining that she was like an old lady. Like, he's this immortal creature, and mm-hmm. like his daughter is super old. <laughs> I see. Interesting. Um, but we never find that out. No. Uh, if you do want to know more about Constantine, at least for the comic books, you can mm-hmm. check out uh, there's a YouTube channel called uh, Comic Storian. Mm. And there's like a really quick like six minute breakdown of like the whole Constantine like lore and stuff like that. Nice. Oh, awesome. Um, will you tweet that out for us? I will and our tweet fans? it out. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay, let's talk about Zeddy. We meet Eddie. I'm so glad with how we met Eddie. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he was the naked. Mo- so those who, oh, for whatever know who reason, was, no, let yeah. me tell you, he was. This is the, the nude. Where, yeah, the nude model. It's the moment where I was like, okay, this is Yell's favorite scene of the show. Yeah, he was. <laughs> He's very She's handsome. She's definitely going to bring it up. Of course I am. Well, yeah, He's the it's nude part model. Of the show. Yeah, yeah, guys, yeah, we got to talk about every moment. We <laughs> skipped <laughs> everything but this. He's yeah. the nude model that Zed is drawing beautifully. Were you disappointed that he didn't get to see more? I know that the show's on NBC. I'm just saying, so were you I, disappointed? No, I saw. Plenty. It's all yeah. that you needed to see. They used their angles nicely. They did. Yeah, it was a really like really smart angle there because it kept looking like oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was very handsome. He hits on Zed, and at first when she was like not having it, I was like, yeah, girl, like you don't need him. <laughs> and then she like was like, actually, give me your number, and I was like, oh. Well, he made a solid argument. He's like, well, you don't have dinner or something like that. Just like whatever. You got me. All right, let's do it. <laughs> So she stands him up, and then we get her in the bath. Also wonderful. Not a bad scene. I don't know why <laughs> their relationship. I mean, I'm not complaining, but their relationship revolves around nudity. <laughs> so far, I don't know if we can call it a relationship at this point. They talk so far. Times. It has revolved around nudity. Okay. One of them has to be naked during every conversation. Yeah. Well, he didn't know she was naked. She Doesn't saw matter. her naked, which. That's pretty tough to, like, be, like, a nude model and have all your business out there and then, like, you know, ask the girl out and she's like, nah. <laughs> well, all right. That's I mean, true. Oh. I guess she's true. seen what she needs to see. She's like, no. Yeah, she, she made an educated decision. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, no thanks. <laughs> I, there's no mystery a, here. Yeah, I don't need to worry about what's decision. what's the, what's going on in there because I've seen it and I'm not interested. Yeah. Well, while she's Tough in the day. bath, Sad. while she's in the bath uh, and realizes she stood him out, stood him up, <laughs> he's in his car and we see a mysterious man in the car with him. Yeah, did yeah. we see the face? I don't think we right? did no. see the face. Did we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, wasn't it just? Yeah, I thought we saw like from like. No, we saw lips the whole down. face. Oh, did we? Okay, yeah. Okay, maybe. Was... Maybe your TVs are no. Maybe cropped. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw a whole face. I couldn't stop staring at the the cross. The on cross. His chest. Yes. I think that's yeah. what, what drew the my cross focus. was very distracting. By yeah. the way, if Tar- Tari and I are right and Yell is wrong, you can ridicule her in the comments on YouTube. Yeah, totally. please. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, or us. Look or you can ridicule yeah. us, which is we're probably mostly wrong. Isaac, though. Yeah. Yeah, I can take it. All right. So the cross is similar to Zed's cross, I believe. Mm-hmm. The one that we saw a few episodes ago that we were like, what's Ooh. special about it? Yeah. Other than it's a cross. Well, it looked very similar to this man's cross. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he says, um, Eddie says to the man, you know, she not yet or whatever. She's not coming. Mm-hmm. And the man says, soon then. What? I'm so excited. <laughs> now that was the perfect chance for you to cackle, by the way. No. Soon uh, then. Uh, 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 no. Uh, Blessed are the uh, damned. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the cackle lives, not soon. Yeah. Oh no, it was kind of ominous. Can't it vacation after soon then? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think on that note, guys. It took me like a second, but I got that. <laughs> it's like, wait, wow. Okay. On that note. Yeah. It's that wit they were talking about. It's in the time for predictions. <laughs> and now. You're after Buzz TV. Okay. Um, what we see in the promo is babies and nuns. Constantine gets shot. Zed is found by the mysterious man. And Eddie is somehow involved. What? Predictions. Tari, you have a lot, so start. All right. So um, I think that Zed used to be part of a cult. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think these are the cult members trying to get her back in there because she probably knows too much. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe her, maybe these are her family members that she never talks about, and they're trying to get her back in there. Uh, so that's my main theory for that. Mm-hmm. Um, my theory on the rising darkness is that I've, since uh, Imogen was so heck bent on not going back to hell. Um, yeah, I know. That, was that happened. Terrible. Yep. Heck bent um, on going no. back to hell. All right. All right. All right. So <laughs> I, I think that there is, the rising darkness is an unrest in hell itself. Like maybe mm. there's a power struggle or maybe there's like a, a, a an oncoming war. And so everything that is there is trying to escape. And that's what the rising darkness is. Oh. It's like if there's a storm and, a, yeah, yeah. and animals are running, that, that whole thing. I like it a lot. Yeah. Ooh. Isaac, what do you yeah. got? I think the rising darkness is a new band that you should all listen to. Um, <laughs> no, I think that uh, the man with the cross is Zed's father. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. They have the same cross. Yeah. I don't know. Um, or it was a very popular item for everyone to buy. Yeah, it was on father's cross. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. Those are both great predictions. What you got? Um, ooh, I think it's never going to happen with Eddie. Um, I think that's a safe bet. Oh, um, man. I think... <laughs> I think because we're running out of episodes that the rising darkness needs to arrive mm-hmm. um, so that we can start dealing with it as opposed to, it's coming, it's coming, it's so close. Because <laughs> um, I would really be bummed if after 13 episodes... It then hits and it's like, oh, it's finally here. And then we have to wait for a second season. That would bum me out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it would be a really fun finale. I think Zed's, uh, it may be his father, her father. And I think he, it may be that her father was a cult leader. I like both of yeah. those a lot. <laughs> I'd, I'd believe both of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think Zed and Constantine will kiss by end of season. Oh. Yep, I'm going there. Nice. I, I feel like that's something you want to see. I don't know if it's something that's <laughs> the first time probable. a ship is a roving on our show. Really? I feel like it. Um, and I'm going to call them 
Zonstantine. <laughs> or Ked. Ked. Yeah. Like John and Zed? No. By the way, cigarette watch. There were some cigarettes. We had a cigarette in the mouth. Nice. And he flicked it out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. He was done with it. It's a proper moment. Yeah. Um, What a litter bug. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, seriously. He also threw it. It was a field. And I was like, guys, (laughs) no. Usually green grass won't, won't. It was not it green. Dry. It was not green was grass. It, it was okay. dry. Um, <laughs> really panicked me, well, guys. Maybe he flicked it really far. Yeah. Totally. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this uh, very full, very juicy episode. Yeah, rich. Um, guys, tell uh, tell our fans where they can find you online. Isaac, t- take it away. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> that was a smooth transition. Sure. Um, you can find follow me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson, Instagram the Isaac Johnson. You can check out my YouTube page, also the Isaac Johnson, and check out my music video and a short. Awesome. Sorry. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Awesome. And of course, if you want to follow me, and I don't blame you if you don't, um, <laughs> you can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. Also, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. If you're a Doctor Who fan, make sure you follow me on Twitter because I'm doing a giveaway. Um, Ooh, yeah. Nice. We'll see you next week for more Constantine. Yay! <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.